I'm Dijan. Welcome to Tantra Log. Uh, this is a podcast for the spiritually curious. So if you like to reflect on Tantra, yoga, inner work, meditation, wellness and self-development, you may find lots of information, personal stories of practitioners and micro practices for you to experience, to look inward and do something good for yourself. Thank you for joining in. This podcast is a lecture from my 10 Wisdom Goddesses online program. If you're interested to learn more about the goddesses, to listen to more lectures, be guided into meditations, rituals, and different levels of self-practice, please feel free to check my website, dijan.co, for more details. Let's step a little bit deeper into the analysis of Muladhara and its association with fear. Muladhara chakra has four spokes. It's a very primitive level of energy. It has only four spokes. The more spokes, the more sophisticated that filter of consciousness that chakra becomes. Muladhara just four. Sahasrara more than thousand petals. But All the four spokes, when awakened, all the four spokes are blissful. Like one spoke would be Yogananda, Ananda, bliss of union, bliss of union. The other, Virananda, bliss of heroism, Mira means hero, Paramananda, Parama, ultimate, the bliss of ultimate consciousness. And then Sahajananda, bliss of... Sahaja means presence, actually. Bliss of the void, bliss of this presence. So there are four spokes, all of them are benign, all of them are blissful. So that's about Muladhara. When Muladhara is awakened full force, harmonious, That's what happens. We are in bliss. And interestingly, I have this uh, fascination for Irvin Yalom uh, as a psychotherapist. And his existential psychotherapy uh, is based on the existential fears, which are four, uh, related to four main conditions of life. One of the main fears that we have in life is isolation there is a strong fear of loneliness. There is a strong fear of being separate. And that, uh, that acts upon us through our neediness for connection, our neediness for social life, our neediness for uh, approval or appreciation. So fear of isolation is a very, very big existential fear. And interestingly enough, in Muladhara Chakra, we have the bliss of union. So if Bhairavi works its magic and turns the sphere around, we have the bliss of union. The act of separation succeeds. Then the second fear that Irving Yalom mentions is meaninglessness. When there is 
no point to life. And many would say there is no point to life. Yeah, we set ourselves goals, we set ourselves principles, we set ourselves life purpose, and so on and so forth. But ultimately, in the bigger scheme of things, our life can be considered pointless. And Nisargadatta Maharaj has this wonderful saying that I keep referring to because it's very beautiful. It really explains my dilemmas in life. To the mind, I'm nothing. Nothing. When I think logically, I don't have any value. But to the heart, I'm everything. I am the seed of the divine. I am everything. And in between, my life flows. So we are constantly in this between state. Once we are in this fear of meaninglessness. And when the light of Bhairavi shines, we are in Sahajananda. I am everything when I'm in this present moment, when I have the bliss of presence in this life. Then the third fear uh, that uh, Yalom mentions is mortality. Death. We are all afraid of death. I mean, many people want children not only because it's a social obligation or because there are hormones or because they love children and so on, but also because they want to keep their line going. They want to prevent dying by uh, letting their genes continue in this life. A lot of things that we do are fear of decay. Everything is related to the fear of dying. And here in Muladhara we have the light of consciousness, which is Paramananda, this art of dying, perceiving dying as just a part of a cycle of creation, preservation, dissolution, and then that cycle, that spiral continues. So it's just a, just a different paradigm. And uh, it is even because it can even be considered once the Dharma is accomplished, it can be considered the life purpose is accomplished uh, as a liberation. So there is a different, a whole different way of looking at death when you see it as uh, an art of liberation. And many uh, people who are practicing yoga and meditation uh, when they are suffering from terminal health situations, uh, report that the biggest healing effect of their practice is actually their changed perception towards the different cycles of life, their changed perception towards death. And that's a very significant uh, effect, Paramananda. And the last fear uh, that Irvin Yalom mentions is the fear of freedom. We are so afraid of our free will. When we are studying, everything is good. When we graduate, then we have to make decisions. We are free to choose our job, our partner, our actions, what we're going to say next. What are we going to do next? There's even in a limited uh, space, 
there is, even in a condition where some of our liberties are restricted, the individual is always free to choose. That's super scary. And that freedom, we try many ways to avoid it by conforming to some social norms, by conforming to certain career paths or to family paths or, you know, some, yeah, the norms of society so that things are predefined for me, so that I don't have to decide. There's a condition called decision fatigue. Because when I'm free to decide, then there are, it's scary. And, interestingly enough, again, the, the bliss of it comes, the light of it comes from Muladhara in Virananda, in heroism, always choosing the right action, the righteousness. I mentioned Dharma. Dharma is the righteous act, the righteous path in this life. It's not about what I'm good at in this life. It's more about what I'm meant to be doing. Using best, uh, to the best of my ability, my gifts and talents. Staying close to my heart. Expressing what is authentically needs to be expressed through me. Being on my righteous path. And that comes with Virananda, with this heroic action. So you see these four existential fears that all human beings suffer from, all of our daily struggles in life derive from, according to this theory, are somehow solved by the power of Muladhara, by, by the power of Bhairavi. So she, even there are some uh, uh, references that I found about the yantra being representative of the fears, all the triangles and the shaktis dealing with those fears. But that's, I couldn't verify that. So I don't say it with a strong uh, uh, voice, but the story with Durga remains. Nine knights, nine different demons slain. So Bhairavi is the power to slay uh, the demons of fear. And yeah, let's invite that strong force to face our fears. I have a little self-reflection, inner work guidance for you. I hope you will take it on and play with it for a while so that we can really set an intention uh, for our practice uh, to transform those fears and awaken the Ananda part of Muladhara. Thank you for listening to my podcast on Tantra Log. Please subscribe if you like this content and feel free to share it with your friends and loved ones. See you at our next talk.